What's happening, everybody? On today's show, Auburn quarterback T.J. Finley hits the transfer portal. Could a replacement be on their way to Auburn? Also, LSU's Brian Kelly takes a shot at Alabama. Quarterback Garrett Nussmeyer staying at LSU. And Arkansas offensive lineman Tykeus Crawford will join the show. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Chris Gordy. Remember to make Locked On SEC your first listen every day. And shout out to our everydayers who are checking us out and uh, watching us on YouTube or listening wherever you get your podcast. Uh, let's jump into it, man. Plenty to discuss. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. And we start over at Auburn as TJ Finley has officially announced he is entering the transfer portal as a graduate transfer. If you heard on our show just two weeks ago, we had TJ Finley on Locked on SEC. And he talked about uh, that that decision was likely coming as he is uh, wrapping up his classwork. will graduate this summer and will enter as a transfer, uh, graduate transfer. Uh, Finley was named the starting quarterback last year, started the first couple of games, and then got banged up. And uh, when Finley won the job last year, he beat out Robbie Ashford, who had transferred in from Oregon, and Zach Calzada, who had come over from A&M. But this year, Hugh Freeze, after the spring game, said the position battle was still wide open, and it was kind of a mixed bag between Robbie Ashford, Holden Garner, and TJ Finley. Obviously, their spring game was in really, really rainy, tough conditions, so nobody could really look superior there but Finley will be on the move we'll see where he ends up uh TJ Finley was a highly touted recruit coming out of Louisiana started his career at LSU transferred to Auburn where he's been the last couple years and has played in a lot of games and been productive at times so I uh, gotta think there will be a market for him and as a graduate transfer he can kind of go wherever he wants so we'll keep an eye and we'll see where TJ Finley ends up and he will no longer be at Auburn and of course those uh comments come just uh, or this move comes just a couple days after Auburn has been entertaining some guys in the transfer portal particularly former Texas and Nebraska starting quarterback Casey Thompson who uh, you know Hugh Freeze made a couple comments last week saying look we're going to look at some guys in the portal and very quickly Casey Thompson made a visit to Auburn on Sunday uh, also over the weekend we heard news that Michigan State starting quarterback Peyton Thorne had entered the portal and he's a guy that is uh, also on Auburn's radar. So Casey Thompson or Peyton Thorne feeling like one of those guys going to end up at Auburn when it's all said and done. So we'll keep an eye on that. And will that guy be good enough to be the starting quarterback? Man, if you had asked me a few weeks ago uh, who Alabama and Auburn starting quarterbacks were going to be, I would have said, well, Ty Simpson at Bama and Robbie Ashford at Auburn. Now it's sounding like it could be Casey Thompson possibly at Auburn. And, of course, we know Tyler Buckner is now at Alabama. In other SEC news, Brian Kelly doing his uh, coaching tours. A lot of coaches do this time of year, going to different parts of uh, surrounding areas to talk to the fired-up fan bases. And on Tuesday, Brian Kelly was visiting Houston, where he uh, spoke to their touchdown club luncheon and took a shot at Alabama. 
Uh, Brian Kelly talking to the heavy LSU fans in attendance said, look, I love the environment of a college station. I love coming out on that field. And I love beating Alabama. Look, understand the environment. Hey, Brian Kelly, this isn't like he said this at SEC Media Days. He's speaking to the diehard LSU fan base. Nonetheless, a lot of people saying, ah, bulletin board material. Nick Saban, take this. Go stick it to Brian Kelly. Uh, The Alabama-LSU game is set to take place November 4th in Tuscaloosa. Uh, But Brian Kelly did beat Alabama in year one, so tip of the cap to him. He can gloat at least for one offseason, so we'll see. Uh, Some good news a couple days ago for LSU as their backup quarterback, Garrett Nussmeyer, looking at uh, third year as a backup in Baton Rouge, but he announced he is staying at LSU, did not put his name into the transfer portal before it closed just over the weekend, and he'll be staying put. So Jaden Daniels is back for another year at LSU. He'll be the starter, and Nussmeyer will back him up. And look, he's one injury, one Jaden Daniels injury away from Garrett Nussmeyer being the starter for LSU. He looked good in the second half of that SEC championship game against Georgia, looked good in the bowl game against Purdue. But, um, yeah, it's a good spot for for LSU to be in. Look, they got two very competent, good starters, you know, potential starters in Jaden Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer. Uh, Just kind of an interesting contrast to the other schools as, uh, you know, Auburn and Alabama still trying to figure it out. The uh, college football playoff dates and kickoff windows for their first season of the 12-team playoff have been finalized. This will start in 2024. Uh, and so the dates for 2024 and 2025 have been announced. The, uh, of course, the field of 12 teams, you'll have six conference champions ranked highest by the selection committee and six uh, highest ranked other teams. The uh, four highest ranked conference champs will be seated one through four, and each of those teams will receive a first round bye. The other eight teams will play in the first round. So if you're following along, keep up with me. First round of games will be played on campus. The first game will be Friday, December 20th, 2024. There will be one game that evening. And then the next day, Saturday, December 21st, 2024, we'll have the other three games of the first round all played throughout that day. Then you'll go with the quarterfinals. Those will be played New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Then we'll get to the semifinals. Those will be a week later, January 9th and January 10th of 2025. That'll be the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. And that will result in the national championship game, which will be played this January 20th, 2025, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Man, it, it feels like we're looking far ahead, but this is one year away. This is not this season, but the next season. We will have the 12-team field in the playoff. It'll be here before we know it, but kind of interesting that we already have the dates set. And you're talking about December 20th and 21st as the first round of playoff games on campus. I do really like that aspect. I think that's going to be awesome. All right, another SEC news. Quincy McAdoo, an Arkansas corner, started four games last season. He was involved in a car accident that led to him being hospitalized. Uh, Arkansas released a statement said, Quincy McAdoo was involved in an auto accident. He was transported to Washington Regional Hospital where he was treated for non-life-threatening injury injuries. He's in stable condition and recovering. As a freshman uh, last year, he moved from wide receiver to DB and, you know, out of necessity. That uh, back, defensive backfield was roughed up last year for Arkansas. And uh, he started four of the nine games in which he appeared in. Had a couple interceptions as well. Was a four-star prospect coming out of high school. Uh, Arkansas also looking to uh, 
add some more pieces to this team. They got a key transfer on Monday afternoon. Jaheim Thomas, a former four-star recruit, going to come in and help that uh, that defense. And uh, we'll see. He's a guy who played three seasons for Cincinnati, was rated the number 22 outside linebacker, four-star recruit back in the 2020 class. So Jaheim Thomas coming in to help out that defense for Sam Pittman and Arkansas. Over to Alabama, we know they just added one single transfer during the spring window, and that was Notre Dame quarterback Tyler Buckner. And with the spring portal closing on Monday this week, ESPN got some of their experts to survey which teams made the most of the portal window. And uh, one of their experts, Craig Halbert, says that uh, Tyler Buckner was the guy. So, look, while an injury sidelined him most of the last season, he comes with valuable experience as a starter Ended his time with the Fighting Irish on a high note with an MVP performance in the bowl game win over South Carolina. He reunites with his former OC and Tommy Reese. The addition could give Alabama a talented and experienced hand at the wheel of the offense for a national championship title contender. contender. A few other notes. Uh, Mississippi State wide receiver Marquez Dorch, he entered the transfer portal after just one season at Mississippi State. He announced he is heading to play at Cal, so he will be uh, heading out west to play for the Golden Bears. He's a former four-star wideout, so he will be uh, leaving Mississippi State for Cal. Meanwhile, over at Florida, good news for Billy Napier and company as they pick up a Michigan defensive back R.J. Moten. He was a four-star prospect in the 2020 class, played all 14 games for Michigan's Big Ten championship team and the college football playoff appearance team last season, had 10 starts at safety, so, big pickup there for Florida. DB R.J. Moten going to play on that defense. Over at South Carolina, they have a new defensive line coach, Travian Robertson, coming home to Columbia. Uh, leaves Tulane, where he was their defensive line coach last season. Played defensive line in South Carolina from 2007 to 2011. Was a team captain on Steve Spurrier's squad in his final season. Over Tennessee, they lost uh, another player to the transfer portal in wide receiver Nigel Lanier. He was a member of the 2021 class. That comes on the heels of defensive back Cameron Miller also entering the portal. Uh, The deadline was just a couple of days ago. In recruiting news, Texas A&M got some good news as they added linebacker Tristan Jernigan to their class of 2024. He's a three-star and uh, had some offers from... Uh, some other schools, including Georgia, Auburn, and Oregon. So, Tristan Jernigan, linebacker, committing to Texas A&M. And one more note before we get to our interview. This one was an interesting story from yesterday. The NCAA looking into a report from ESPN that betting in the state of Ohio on Alabama baseball games was halted following suspicious wagering activity. A report from AL.com said that the NCAA take sports wagering very seriously and committed to protection of student-athlete well-being and the integrity of competition. The report revealed that gambling related to Friday night's Alabama-LSU baseball game last week caused Ohio gambling regulators to institute the state's licensed sports books to halt betting on college baseball games. Uh, The move was directed by the uh, the Ohio Casino Control Commission Executive Director Matthew Schuler where basically somebody went into the sports book at uh, Cincinnati Reds ballpark and made a big wager on uh, LSU, the LSU and Alabama game, where uh, number one ranked LSU led Alabama eight to one after seven innings, 
and suddenly uh, Alabama was back in the game. LSU had to hang on to win 8-6. to six. The Tigers were around a minus 245 favorite, according to ESPN. LSU did sweep the series. So, kind of interesting. I want to know more details on this story. <laughs> like, was it a player's relative that made the bet? Was it somebody connected to him? What was it? We'll have to wait to find out more details on that. And there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Coming up next, we're going to talk with uh, Arkansas offensive lineman Tykees Crawford. And uh, also keep it locked here to Locked on SEC throughout the week. We'll be talking more about uh, some of the latest transfer portal guys and you know what's going to happen with Auburn. We'll talk about that later in the week. But first, this message is uh, presented to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Look, grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. There's no better place to get in on all the baseball action than FanDuel. They are America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers could step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. All you got to do, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. You sign up, you place your first bet. Get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So don't miss your chance right now. Go take advantage. Get that no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. And look, tons of stuff you can get in on, on a pitcher to go over on strikeouts, uh, you know, home run totals for certain guys, whatever it is. They got it all up there for you at FanDuel.com slash locked on. It is FanDuel. They are the official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, rolling along here on Locked On SEC. We've been catching up with uh, a bunch of different SEC players throughout the uh, the spring months now, almost heading into summer now as we are post-spring ball. Uh, we talked to T.J. Finley from Auburn last week. We talked with Greg Brooks over at LSU. And now we head over to Arkansas where we talk with one of their starting offensive linemen and Tykeus Crawford heading into his senior season. Ty, welcome in, man. What's going on? Nothing much. How are you doing today? We're doing good, man. I know um, it's been a uh, it's been a tough spring for you because you've been limited. I know the uh, you suffered the injury in the the Liberty Bowl. Let's start there. Where are you health wise? Um, you know what's the timetable here, and and what have you been able to do, and what what have you not been able to do? Oh no! So I've been back in the groove of everything. I've been in the mix of all of it. Uh, all I do is just go in, get taped up, uh, and then I just I, I ball. Yeah, let's let's talk about that because obviously you started your career over at Charlotte. You know, you were one of the highest rated recruits in school history to go play at Charlotte. What made you when you came out of out of high school? What made you choose Charlotte uh, as your first stop in college? Um, I liked it. Uh, the coach, the offensive line coach, they were getting his name was Lee Grimes. Uh, he was at A and M before uh, he went to Charlotte, and he was like, hey. Like, I know me and you, we had a great connection whenever I was at A&M, and I just really love if you come play for me. And obviously, you, you started your career there, and it had to be weird, you know, because you come all this COVID stuff's going on, and I think, what, you only played like six games and all this stuff. January 2020, uh, 2021, you decided to transfer over to Arkansas. Um, talk a little bit about what went into that decision, because I know there were a lot of schools that were after you. Yes, yeah, so, so my big thing was, like, I already knew Coach Pitt because Coach Pitt offered me when he was over at Georgia, and I already knew Coach Davis because he offered me whenever he was still coaching with Coach Odom at um, Missouri. And, like, I already had that connection. And, like, I I already knew, like, I I felt like Coach Pitt and Coach Davis together, they were, like, the two 
they are the two main dudes. Like I, I feel like who could have got me to like where I wanted to be. And things, uh, and you were. I mean, you were obviously it was a great decision for you because we saw uh, this past season you, you lock in as a starter. I know you've played some right tackle. You played some right guard. Where where are you slated right now in, in your mind, or, or what are the coaches telling you where you're going to play? I'm gonna be honest. Them two, them two spots right there are like my my key. Whichever one I can win, that's that's what I want. Whichever spot I earn, that that's the spot I play. I don't care if he got me sitting up here. Like like if I'm playing kick returner, I'm I'm playing. <laughs> What's the talk a little bit about the the difference in those positions technique wise? I mean, obviously you got to do different things with leverage, whether you're playing guard or tackle, right? Yes, sir. So as an offensive lineman. Like as a, as a um, especially as a tackle, you are you you're on an island, and it's like, what what are you gonna do when like the game is on the line and like you on that island, and you gotta and it's one on one, like are you gonna are you gonna sit here and let this man like embarrass you in front of everybody, or like you gonna <laughs> do the same? Are you gonna you gonna do it to him? At that guard spot, that guard spot, you gotta be like, I want to say you gotta be like a a a, a a thick tight player because you got to play you got to play tight because them boys inside can move too it ain't just them yeah the main people who make who get sacks is the ends but the with but the ones who set up the sacks for the linebackers is them inside dudes yeah i almost feel like if you're gonna play guard we gotta start eating a little bit more put a little weight on if you're if you're playing tackle we want to stay kind of lean right and, and, and a little bit thinner so maybe your your eating habits change based on where they they put you oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're talking with Tykeus Crawford Ty Crawford over at uh, Arkansas let's start here Ty you guys lose a, a couple of big time players Ricky Stromberg I mean he was just a constant on that O-line the last couple of years uh, Dalton Wagner but you bring in you bring back a lot of talent you start with Brady Latham and Bo Limmer uh, yeah Josh Braun transferring in from Florida this, this looks like this could be a really strong bunch what did you see out of the crew in spring Oh man, the spring. So Bo and Brady, they took a big step this year. Um, you know, they're um they're becoming real leaders. They were leaders last year a little bit too, but you know, they had Wags and the other dudes like ahead of them, so like they were older. So like they were they were still learning, but now since like they're in that uh that role, oh, they wanna make sure like we're like they, they, they try to keep us they, they they try to keep us straight on the straight and narrow. They're trying to make sure they if we need help. They're gonna be there to help us. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's always. I mean, it, I feel like with Sam Pittman, no matter what the the team looks like at Arkansas, you're always gonna be strong in that offensive line because it just seems like it's always been a focus point of what he wants to do and, and how his teams are built. How much did you learn last year getting in the action and, and obviously you know ends on a sour note in that Liberty Bowl, uh, getting carted off. But um, what uh, what did you learn about yourself in the game last year? One thing I did learn is the next play, because I have a I have the tendency to sit up here and dwell on like stuff that happened to me, but I I needed to learn like you need to move on and drop it and go to the next play because like don't one thing and like a quote that's always stuck with me or something that's always stuck with me is like there's only one thing in this world we'll never get back and that's time so what you choose to do with it is you. Continue our conversation with Tykeus Crawford, uh, Arkansas offensive lineman. And, Ty, 
let's talk running back. Uh, Rocket Sanders. I know he's been he's been out this spring, but we know one of the best returning running backs in the SEC. Finished number two in rushing yards last year behind Quinchon Judkins at Ole Miss. You bring him back, A.J. Green, Rashad Dubinian. I mean, it looks to me, Ty, on paper, like this could be the best, collectively, the best backfield in the SEC. What say you? Number one. We're going to be number one. That's all I'm saying that because I also play offensive line. So, like, at the end of the day, that's like a burden on my – that's something I got to put on my back, too. Because, like, if we want to be number – in order for them to be number one, we also got to be like – we got to help them get to the, get to that. Yeah, and, and Rocket, by the way, for, for a good bit of last year, was the SEC leader in rushing. Quinchon jumped him there near the end, but uh, was having such a fantastic year, and he is so, so good. I mean, he can just go out there and and, and blink, and, and he's at 100 yards. Um, it, it's got to be fun, though, blocking for those guys, knowing how, how hard they run and how strong runners they are. It must make your job a little bit easier. Oh yeah, most definitely, and he does. And I can also tell. I, I, I feel like they like they like contact, so they ain't finna just lay down and try to run out of bounds and roll over. And, uh, you you gonna know they there. They gonna hit you and let you know they there. <laughs> so so fun to watch. Hey man, how big is it to get back KJ Jefferson for another year at quarterback? Man, it's so big. He's a great guy, man. I, I say he's one of the funniest dudes on the team. He's uh he's he's getting old too. I mean he's like he's like thirty four years old now playing quarterback there in Arkansas. But I joke I joke. But man, it, it is big to have a guy like KJ back with all the veteran leadership and the experience he has. Man, it just it feels like if he takes his game to another level, who knows what could happen this year, right? Oh man, y'all just wait. What what have you seen from him? Because I know y'all have some some new receivers in the mix. Uh, some new pass catchers, but what did you see out of uh, KJ in the spring? In the spring, like he he's also like like I said about Brady and Bo earlier, like he stepped into that leadership role because he's like I, I, this is his year. This this is his like he already had a breakout season, but this is gonna be the year like where I'm like I feel like everybody gonna know exactly who KJ Jefferson is. What have you made out of your new OC and Dan Enos uh, coming back to Arkansas? What do you What do you like about him so far? I'm not gonna lie, this this playbook he got for us is it, different. I like the play style. I like how he uh, how he approaches it. I like how he co- when he coaches. He don't just coach his guys. He like he he would sit up here and coach everybody. Like I need I, I like people. I like I like I love coaches who like not just he's not just your coach. At the end of the day, he's also trying to show you, like, he's also a father figure or somebody, like, if you need something, you can also, like, depend on him and lean on him for it. It's going to be fun to see what uh, what Danny knows brings and, and see a little bit of uh, some new wrinkles on that offense. Uh, one more for you, Ty. Who jumped out to you this spring, whether it be uh, transfers or, uh, you know, incoming enrollee freshmen? Who jumped out to you that you said, man, that guy's going to play a big role for us this year? Um. Uh, the DN we actually got from Missouri, uh, Jeff Coke. Yeah, that's a that's a that's lie. a like, big guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like we, uh, I don't think I've ever, I, I don't think I've ever played a DN like he he gonna be he gonna be a force to be reckoned with. I do. That's that's uh, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> he he gonna be somebody we gonna we can depend on. All right, last thing for you: when when Ty Crawford is not on the football field, what are you doing? When I'm not on the football field, oh, I'm hanging out with my friends trying to find the next thing to do. Stay out of trouble, at least. I'm always staying out of trouble. <laughs> are you a Netflix guy? Hulu? What are, you, what are we doing? 
Oh man, I can you 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 let me find something I'm interested in on any kind of whatever it is on Instagram. Like, uh, I, look, <laughs> Disney Plus. Like I will, I'm telling you, like I'm the type of dude to go watch Incredibles for like twice in a row for no reason. <laughs> Ty, I love it, man. Best of luck to you uh, this this coming season. And, uh, man, if, if anything, we know Arkansas is going to be good on that offensive line, and, and hopefully you're playing a big role in that uh, with the team this year. Ty, thanks so much for the time, man. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, that's uh, Ty Crawford there of your uh, Arkansas Razorbacks. And, uh, man, just a, uh, a good dude who is set for a big, big season here. Um coming up with your Arkansas Razorbacks. And that is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. And uh, remember to subscribe and check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, hopefully you're making us, uh, you're an everydayer with us uh, here on Locked on SEC. And keep it locked to uh, Locked on. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.